You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming brought to you by itswhereiam.com. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Las Vegas, this is Zandra Pollard. It's where I am. Today, I have a, a wonderful author by the name of Nalo Stewart. Also, today I have my friend, my homie, Galaxy Glenn. What's up, Galaxy? Hey, I'm excited here on this Saturday morning to be here and to be able to appreciate what you do so well, a body of excellence, and to get some tips from your Arthur that's being featured. Oh, yes. Nalo. Nalo's here. Nalo, can we hear you? Yes. Hi there. <laughs> hey. So it was so wonderful to talk with you last night about what you do. We had a great discussion that I'd like to continue on air. Okay. We were talking about being an author, and that, you know, it's a cathartic process. It's therapeutic to write. But you write some wonderful novels. One, um, you know, it's about romance. And now that we're in February and Valentine's Day is coming up, you know, I thought you'd be mm-hmm. a great, great guest. Female, a woman, strong black woman writing. Tell us about some of your books. Okay, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you and to continue our conversation from last night. Um, so I have, I've just released my fourth novel, which is romantic, uh, a romantic suspense novel okay. called In the Shadows. Um, and so each, each of my books, weirdly, <laughs> have been in a somewhat different genres. All of them have romance in them. The first one was a, a detective novel. It was, it was, well, it was a tech detective story. Uh, there was romance in it, but that it was not a romance novel. My second was women's fiction. Again, it had romance in it, but it was not a romance novel. And then my third novel, I just jumped straight on into uh, contemporary romance. Uh, so that was a full on romance novel. And although my new novel is romantic suspense there it's definitely uh would be categorized as a romance novel and um i'm excited to be a part of this budding uh this budding indie author world that's going on right now with uh with romance i'm excited to be a part of it so how long have you been writing because you said you had four books so i would think yes So I've been writing stories for years. Um, I actually graduated from Howard University with a degree in journalism. Hey, H-U. Which, (laughs) H-U, you know. You know. (laughs) Um, 
And so I never actually thought about writing fiction back when I was in school. That, but I'd always had these thoughts, <laughs> and uh, I'm a big, I'm <clears throat> big into um, movies and old shows, and I've always loved fiction. <clears throat> so I started writing stories. Uh, just uh, amateur, but I started writing them, and um, it wasn't until, mm, I guess, 2019 that I decided to turn one of my stories into a novel. Oh, so, wow. Um, okay. It so that's that fairly novel. recent. Novel, that's fairly recent, recent, Nalo, right? Um, my first novel came out in 2021. So, yes, it's very wow. recent. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. So in answer to your question, I have been writing for a long time, but mm -hmm. I haven't been writing novels okay. for very long. Well, so before you went to um, the university, were you um, writing uh, like journaling and, you know, like what was the, the pathway to getting into becoming an author? So journaling is part of it, though right. I was never really big on that. Oh. Um, I've, I've always been somebody, it's like, if I, if I have a thought, mm -hmm. then I write it out and try and fully flesh it out. But in terms of journaling every day, that's never been me. I only write when, or I have only written um, when, sort of, I guess when the spirit hits me is, a, is the best way to say that. Okay. Um, so that's why journaling where I know a lot of people who do very, I know many people who do, and they, you know, they write every day, they put their thoughts on paper. That's not, that's not my process. Okay. Um, Explain my process yours. has always been, well, I am, I'm that person that um, I call myself the post-it lady. If okay. you were ever to walk into my room or sit in my car, you're going to see post-it notes all over the place. Because if I have a thought, it could be a quote that doesn't make sense to anybody, or it could be an idea, or it could be a conversation. Um, my second book, Robin and Destiny, which falls into the women's fiction category, I just had a thought, and I wrote an entire scene on my phone, and then I moved on to something else. And a couple of months later, I came back to that, and I've read it, and I said, you know what? I think this could be a bigger story. And then I said, huh, I think this could be a book. Oh, wow. So it's kind of when the when thoughts hit me, I write them on, on anything that I have handy. It could be an envelope in the car. It could be an old piece of paper, an old receipt. I'll find in my car, I'll find notes. And, and because of the way my brain works, I may not even know what that sentence or paragraph has anything to do with mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's just a thought that comes to me. Um, it's only when the thought fleshes itself out fully that it becomes a story. So, you know, a lot of people push yeah. the journaling every day, but what I'm hearing from you right. is to just get those thoughts out, get them out yes. on paper. Yeah. I like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. At least for me again, you know, everybody is different. And I, and I, because I'm also, I'm a, I'm a, a voyeur in, in, in some respects because I like to watch and I like to listen and I like to see what other people do. Um, because I, I think that we're, we're constantly in a state of education, right? No matter how old or young, every day we're learning something. And for me, 
Um, even before I decided to turn my story into a novel, I started looking at what other people were saying, what they were posting, what their processes oh. were, whether it was posting something on social media or it was a, a YouTube channel that I happened to, to come across. For me, it's I'm constantly every day I'm looking at something that I'm hoping will make me better. Um, and I don't, know, about- I don't know if that'll ever end. <laughs> Have you thought about um, getting into plays or, uh, you know, script writing? Is that like yes, a... Okay. absolutely. I have, in the past, I've done that too. I've, um, I wrote a play. I wrote a couple of plays some years back, and then I moved on. It's like when the thought hit me, I wrote it out, and then I moved on to something else. I had a playwriting class in school. Um, and um, so I've... In terms of screenplays, no. I I actually have read a few because um, I know a couple of people who, who've been working because I live in Los Angeles, so of course. Right. <laughs> Every other person who's a writer has written a screenplay. So I've read some. I've had an opportunity to see that process. But it's, it is a different the, – the writing and the technique is much different than writing a novel, which right. is much different than writing a story. So all of them are different, and it's a different um, – it's a different type of process and discipline. And I personally, it's not something that I'm interested in doing. I've read them. I've, I've edited a few, but it's not, my brain doesn't quite work that way. Well, you know, for me, I like to free write. So whatever pops into Mm. my brain at the time I'm on, you know, my laptop, I just Mm -hmm. free write. I don't worry about, you know, is the punctuation right? Is the word spelled right? I just want to make sure I get all of the thoughts out and then I'll mm-hmm. revisit it and edit it if I need to. So that's my yeah. way. So that, and that's, and I think that's a, that's a brilliant way. It's, it's actually the way a lot of people write. It's just not the way that I that write. You do. Right. And I've tried that. Right. I, um, I don't know if you've ever taken part in um, nano, nano rhymo. That's a national writing month. It happens in November. Uh, and it's, it's the whole idea is to write 50,000 words in that month. So oh there's different prompts and things that you do to, to get these 50,000 words out. And the idea of it is to write all the words, to get it out and then go back and, you know, edit as needed, but to get all those words out in 50,000 words. Well, for me, it doesn't work because, because of the way that I've been trained, because of my classes, because of the way I've been taught, it's very difficult for me to walk away from any type of a page that I didn't go back and edit. You know, it's, it's difficult for me to walk away without doing self-editing, without the peri- you know, proper periods and the proper, you know, words and the, the, the proper tense and whether it's past tense or present tense. And so my brain doesn't work that way. And I've had people say, just put the words down. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's just not how I work. But Again, you know, I know everyone a lot of has writers who do it. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a process, right? Yes. And so I want to bring yes. in Galaxy. You okay. Know, how do you write? Well, as I listened to the author speak, I, I was moved by her ability to just capture thoughts as time goes on. Uh, me being a, a creative. Um, comic and and communicator (laughs) uh, a broadcasting career 32 years Um, Mm. I had the innate ability to to retain things thoughts in my mind Mm. and and so uh, my writing comes from 
uh, a list of things that happen, uh, conversations I have with people. Uh, but I think one of the beautiful things about writing is to write under any circumstances you under. You might be sad. You might have a loss in the family right then because right. you could touch and witness to someone who can actually feel exactly what you feeling or felt uh, when you're happy. Right. When you're tired. Right. I was always told to do what you do, because when a gig comes up, you want to be ready to answer the bell. So that that is a, a, one of the methods I use. All right. Mm. I like your method. <laughs> well, you know, Nalo, let the audience know um, how to find you, your books. Let us get okay, some information. So um, they are available on Amazon.com. <laughs> um, my latest book, as I said, is called In the Shadows. It is a romantic suspense novel. And the novel right before that, that I released in May of last year, uh, is called Lost in a Quiet Storm. It's contemporary romance. And the other two novels, Robin and Destiny, which is, um, it's, it, I think it's the best category would be women's fiction, um, also uh, released in 2021. That, that along with the others are all available on um, Amazon.com. Do you have a social media um, I absolutely site? do. Okay, Please let us check know. me out. Follow me on, um, I am on uh, Instagram as author underscore Nalo, and that's in like Nancy A-L-O. Or if you just type in Nalo J. Stewart, I'll come up. Nalo J. Stewart on Instagram, Nalo J. Stewart on um, Facebook, as well as Twitter. Awesome. I am available there. Yes. And uh, I hope to um, hope to interact with more people. I love talking about writing and I love I love to have people uh, read my books and give me feedback because I think that every Anytime someone gives you some feedback, there's something you can take from it. Good, good, bad, or indifferent. Absolutely. Um, I think we're, we're constantly in a process of trying to learn from each other. And I am like, I, I hate to use the pun, but I'm an open book. Okay. <laughs> so, well, you heard that, y'all. Hey, Nalo, this is the number one smooth jazz station in the country. And we thank you for being a part of the show today. Thank you so much for having me. You have a wonderful and blessed day. You do the same. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Glenn. Yes. Man, so you write, but are you reading? Yes, absolutely. Well, as you know that I... Other I, than the Bible. Well, you know, that's that's the, the, the greatest foundation <laughs> for me. Um, but that gives me... Um, the, the rock-solid foundation is critical because when you read other things that is kind of not necessarily directly separated from uh, the resident of the great I am, you, you, you have a way of illuminating it. And that's what seminary uh, teaches you how to illuminate scripture and the exact science of interpreting that. And so when you read something else, you can also find the illumination in that as well. And where the mindset of the the writer, even when you're watching news and those kind of things. So um, wait, the Bible is helping you with the news. Or yeah, well, saying? it's just like you having uh, a foundation is critical. Okay. And so there was a building here in Las Vegas. They had to stop building because the foundation was rocky, and they had to stop it with a Vidara or something of that nature. But once the foundation was solid, mm -hmm. then you continue to build. And and I use that format because so many of us 
are operating without a foundation. Okay. And then when something happens as I hit a wall and I realize that, whoa, it was just by his grace and mercy that I was able to to go on as I went on. So now I believe this is the best version I am because I know who I am and whose I am. And I understand my my uh, purpose and plan. Hey, so, tell us about your radio show, man. Well, the afternoon drive, side by side, the afternoon drive on 91.5 Jazz and More. Um, I'm excited. I'm blessed to have a show. It's a, uh, I read some of the comments people talk about. They love my energy, my wit, and my ability to, to speak into their lives in terms of uh, encouraging and inspiring. And, and that's important. Hey, I got to give it to you. You know, you were my mentor. You helped me out a lot. I got to give it to you. And I'm putting it. On the record. Well, you know, I, I, while you. you were speaking, I was thinking about rarely do you get into your uh, second half of your life and you meet someone who feels like they've been a friend to you all your life. And our, I get that a lot. And, and we're so uh, well, well, kudos, <laughs> kudos to you. And, and I, I, I'm, I pride myself on dealing with people who stray away from pontificating. You're real. You're open. We have a classic moment <laughs> on the show. I had told you something off the air on the break. And I said it. And then we got on the air <laughs> and you said uh, the F word, not the F word, the F word with the scent. And I said, no, you just didn't say, yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, you did. I, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I love you. I didn't say yeah, said Yeah, you said the other one. Yeah. And, but anyway, I, I love your show. Thank you. I, love, I love because... You just can't do what you do just to be on the air. You have a passion for it. Your story is amazing. I'm sure people have heard it uh, uh, several times. And, and you, you know, I don't talk about it. Well, it's important. You know, it's like Joyce. You were the first one. Actually, I had an interview, but I was off the air when I said it. Okay. But you were the first one that I talked to about it on air. That was beautiful. Yeah. So and, we were talking about... You know, the, my voice sound. Your voice and, and, and how, how sexy it is. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take this morning Something show like to the nighttime. Uh, but but that was beautiful because people can identify when you, one of the beautiful things when I teach uh, kids about broadcasting and, and connecting with the audience is be yourself. Right, right. And that is one of the most beautiful things. Hey, dude. I got Chris Spencer coming on the show next oh, week. Oh, Chris. Man, the executive producer of The Real Husbands of Hollywood. Right, right. I go back with Chris ooh, 30 Man. years. But, you know, he came on my show. He comes on every year about February. Uh-huh. And he told me, he said, stop being so professional. Have fun. He meant to loosen up and have some fun. You know, I used to say this in my act. I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a great time tonight. Yeah. So loosen up, ladies. Let your hair down. If you don't want to let it down, take it off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because what I was getting at, let's, let's do this. Let's right. have a great time. And, so, and, that's, and that's good, too. But, you know, a lot of times with mental health, you know, people feel like it has to be, you know, very, like a very cold conversation. No. No, and that is so untrue. And that's why, you know, I put a lot of comics on. Right. Because that's the best medicine for me. And uh, every comic should admit, if not to them, to their audience, to themselves, we we have issues. And, and oh, yeah, and, that too. And, and comedy is our therapy. Right. And right. so so we we can take pain and bring it into joy. And, you know, that's one of the amazing connections. And uh, that's a beautiful thing by having a platform and let people know, hey, look, we don't know the face 
of mental illness, of depression, right. of suicidal thoughts. It looks like me. It right. looks like you. It's not the man or woman on the street carrying a pushing a basket or carrying a blanket over Absolutely. them. So we just all have to know we're part of this big melting pot and we should do whatever we can to lift people. Hey, I got to give a shout out to my audio engineer, Wes Wesley. Wes is the best. So listen, Valentine's next week is coming up. And, and one of the things that's Well, this weekend is Super Bowl. Yeah, but I'm saying, but people are preparing, you oh. know, for that weekend as well. And one of the things I want to say, is, okay. and we're going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl if the opportunity permits, but... It's tricky, Valentine's. I mean, you're in a beautiful covenant relationship, a marriage, which is a beautiful thing. But those who are single or not dating and trying to be special to somebody, bought love ain't never paid for. You can't buy nobody. Right. And some people will try and say, well, you didn't do this for me, so you don't love me. You can't measure how someone feels about you with gifts. So, and, and, and when you get in your 40s, 50s, you know, it's like been there, done that T-shirt and hat. I don't play all the games. Don't have games played on me. Let's just keep it 100. So I think the greatest gift you could do is, I know everybody's saying is love. That's true, too. But honesty, just be honest about how you feel. Well, I'm not going to do all that, and I better have my strawberries Oh, you already know. Champagne. Now you know. Mr. Mr. Man already know. Yeah, you. I don't yeah. care if you're single or married. If you are in a relationship, your Valentine's better be tight. Well, let me ask you this. And, and Valentine's Day is coming up next week. But are you or was there ever a time when someone gave you plastic roses that were beautiful and a bear? Did you like, no, I want the roses that last four or five days and die? <clears throat> no, actually... I got a gold plated rose. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean I don't love you, baby? Right, don't want I want a gold. I got gold. That's cool right there. That's cool. But you know what? No, it's not measured by gifts. It's not. It is it is not. Speaking of gifts, this weekend we're excited. Tomorrow, soup uh uh not tomorrow. The Super Bowl is is next week as well. Okay. But this weekend, everybody is here in Las Vegas for the Pro Bowl. Oh, uh, and I don't even know about I don't like football. You don't like football? I don't like football. Wow. It's interesting because if you would take time out, and you probably have, they have a lot of great stories about mental. Oh, uh, now I know the stories now. It, oh, a yeah. lot of great stories. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And then and, 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 uh, so many of them are, are talking about it now when they were too macho or you should have had a. A, a platform of, you know, I'm this big, strong man, and I, I don't cry, and I don't hurt, and I'm not dealing with depression. And now they're talking about it now. Have the conversation. Well, that's critical. why this show is so important. It's called? It's Where I Am. I love it. And yeah. I miss you on, we used to have Monday fun days. Yeah. I used to roll in town. <laughs> <laughs> you were a stone-cold gas. That's what it was. But I was excited because... You took the trucking job, uh, the training. Now, did you do it because you really wanted to do it or you just wanted to grow, roll out there with hubby? Man, I did it because I was trying to get that Hollywood money. And I yeah. <laughs> you know, that my husband works for the industry. Yeah, I know. Come on, you so, know I know. you know, I wanted to do what he was doing and make that money too. And so how did that turn out? It didn't. 
It didn't? It didn't. They told you to keep on trucking, baby? No, I couldn't get in. The union's so tough to get into. It is a it tough is. union. Yeah, Even is. if you know someone. Even if you know someone. The waiting yeah. game is for real. But right. how was it like? Talk to a woman maybe in her latter 40s or 50s looking Man, for a career Man, these women change. on the road. They are on the road. There ain't no joke. There's a popular show with a black truck driver. Uh, I think she's in her late 40s, 50s, something like that. Really? Yeah, it's like a hit show. Oh. I don't know the name. I don't watch it, but I was happy to hear about it. Well, we'll just call it sister, sister trucking. Right. But you know what? I want to go back to the conversation about the athletes mm-hmm. and the mental health. Right. So on this show, you know, I'm never afraid to ask. Right. Now, I contacted Metal World Peace. I like basketball. I worked with Ron. Man, I tried to contact Ron. I contacted his management. They sent me a a response. So that was cool. Saying, you know, no. Better than an elbow. Meta wants some Meta wants some money. Oops. Yeah, Meta wants some money. Meta Meta was meddling. But you know what? That management company, you know, they want the money. Right. If he knew me and he heard me, he would say yes. Oh, absolutely, because he would feel you and know that. He can make a difference. He's a um, cool cucumber. He He's not this irate, tick, 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 boom guy. You know, I, I've worked with him. In fact, I uh, he's he's an artist, too. He can rap. I did a show with him in uh, Grand Rapids. Oh. And um, fun-loving, funny, funny guy. Uh, but he's an introvert. Okay. You know, being being alone, from what I picked up, is his comfort zone. Okay. You know what I mean? He can mesh with the people because he's around them, but he, he choose to not roll with the entourage and, you know. Uh, so you heard it here. Galaxy Clan is going to get Meta World Peace on It's Where I Am. Well, World okay. Peace, I got that. <laughs> now, now, Hey, let's do it. Let's just, World Peace, we can have that any day, every day, yeah, all let's day. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sounds and good. I love your show. I love your energy. And what you stand for, and and you just don't uh, talk it, you walk it. Thank you. You walk it. It's where I am. Hey, you know, you can hear Galaxy Glenn on KUNV.org. Monday through Friday, KUNV.org. Download the app, 91.5 Jazz and more HD1 from 3 to 6. In fact, download the app and listen all day long because we're all day strong from morning to night. 91.5 91.5 will get you right. And it is an absolute honor to be the smooth jazz station of the country. In Beats the Magazine 2022. So it's a beautiful situation. And you know you can always pop in. No you matter know, what I'm I got always going popping in, in. You'll pop in like open mic. Because hey, you, hey. you know I'll cuss you out quick. Ain't nobody here to edit now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. This is Andre Pollard. It's where I am. You know you can find me on itswhereiam.com. You can also find my podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon. We'll see you next week, 7.30 a.m. Bye. Peace.